Welcome back, everybody, to the Smoking Cask Podcast, where we took a week off. Sorry about that. Uh, today we are back, though, and we are going to compare Glenlivet Caribbean Reserve with Glenfiddich 21-Year Rum Cask Reserve. Yeah, so uh, this is Greg. And I'm Jake. And we're back again. As I said, uh, we did take a little hiatus there. Some work and things kind of caused us to take a little break. But uh, here we are today. And the only thing that's going to be mad about this episode is probably Jake's wallet because we're comparing a $40 scotch to a how much? Oh, retail 220 Retail 220 And if you all listened to our Glenfiddich episodes, you will know that we already weren't all that impressed with the 21-year rum cask, reserve a rum cask, no. based on how how poorly it reviewed for us compared to the Dalmore Cigar Malt. Now, I liked it a lot, but the I went back and re-listened to that Dalmore episode, which was our first kind of foray into the yeah. podcast, and I remember loving the crap out of that whiskey. Oh, the, dude, the Dalmore, I'd buy that for that price any day. Oh, yeah, and we saw, it, we saw it today for 220 bucks full price, and it's like, yeah. that's real tempting. Kind of gave each I... other like this, so are we doing this again? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and I promised my wife I'd never do this with another yeah, man. But right. yeah, so here we are. And and today, what, what happened was uh, I was on a little work travel what to Texas. What happened was? What happened was I was on work travel to Texas, and I needed something. Every time I go, I buy a bottle of something cheap. And I thought I would just go get um, a shout out to Johnny Walker, the Johnny Walker High Rye, which is one of my new favorites. It's mm. blended, but it's it's much more appropriate for putting in a work bag and shipping back and forth because if it breaks, you're not disappointed. Yeah, and it's what, easy. Thirty two dollars or it, it's up to forty. Okay, but All forty right. bucks and and like it'll last me a while unless yeah. I'm sharing it with people, which I do a lot in hotels. I hand up hand it out to people walking around that are like like drinking whiskeys or whatever. I'm yeah, like, yeah. hey, try this one. And I actually um this uh. You guys can't see this, but the Caribbean Reserve I have from Glenlivet was about forty bucks, forty-two bucks, and mm-hmm. I gave out probably over half the bottle before I even touched yeah, it. Yeah, just you got pe- a solid third in there. Just people trying it. Now we got about a third left. I had one myself, just one small, which one. I did take a little swig of upstairs. And um, yeah, dude, it's from what I remember the twenty-one year. It's going to be a competitor. I mean, it's, uh, that's it's ridiculous. It to even should think. not be. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's that's a, I'm upset. We're talking about like a sixth of the price, or just a little more than a sixth of the price, and it yeah. should be. But you know what? Your your Glen uh, your Glen Livet's got a plastic mm-hmm. cap, a yeah, plastic top on the cork. It was forty two bucks, so yeah, that's, I was gonna say that's <laughs> yeah, that's the price difference. That's the only and that's right there. This, you don't get this cool little gold oh. coin. S- several um, several Native <laughs> men had to die to make that cork top for your Glenfiddich twenty one rum cask yep, reserve yep. reserve rum cask. I say it backwards all the time. We're gonna have a couple interesting episodes coming up here. We're gonna be doing this one today. And it may not be as long as normal. So if this is your podcast for the commute, uh, you know, expect maybe throw another one on, go back in time, listen to one. Um, but we're going to do this one, and we're probably going to jump next week into a couple of fun ones. Like uh, we have a Glenlivet 15 versus Glenfiddich 15 because everybody can find those. Yes. We have a Glenlivet 12 sitting down here. We may even throw in. I'm pretty sure we're going to have to do a pun with something about monkeys because there's going to be a monkey on the back of the Glenlivet and Fiddick because monkey shoulder batch 27 is so good. And we're going to compare it against those yeah. two as well. Which I I can't say that I've actually had the Glenlivet 15 year. Um, oh, it's good. But what I can say is that the Monkey Shoulder at I don't know, I think it was like 30, 30 bucks, thirty five bucks, somewhere around there. I'm looking right? around the room the, and seeing these, and I'm like, forget next week. I just want to pop them so you can smell right them now, <laughs> right now. Right now, yeah. no. But that's uh that Monkey Shoulder being thirty. Let's just say out the door right after tax, uh, forty bucks. Let's just say that. But I'm I'm shooting it. Um, so yeah, it was like thirty bucks, and then the Glenlivet 
or no, sorry, Glenfiddich 15 being $70, yeah. I would drink Monkey Shoulder all day. And I'm a uh, Glenfiddich guy, yeah. so I, I would drink Monkey Shoulder now all here, day. Now, here's where we may find an interesting contender, though. Does the Glen live at 15 at exactly $70 end up being better than both and if it is i mean is it worth 70 yeah. versus what does the shoulder cost less than 30 bucks yeah i'd say out the door 40 but yeah it, it's probably like probably ring you up at like 36 I, 38 if you look like around that. on the web it seems like people have it listed at 27 28 dollars yeah. but you never get them for that you got to pay taxes and shipping and I so you're looking say, at 40 bucks at least i want to say even at, at this guy right down your your abc right down the street i'm pretty sure i paid 32 dollars for it but it's been so long now that and I, I can't remember too many bottles Anybody that's really interested, though. Good problem to have. It's so much fun to start at the bottom and work your way up um, in Scotch. Check out the monkey shoulder. Check out uh, when you jump next to it. It's going to cost you twice as much than if it is 32 bucks. Yeah. But check out like the Glenfiddich 12. They're staples. People have them. Yeah. You know, a good Scotch bar would have them. I've never been to one of those. I've been to places that have decent Scotch, but never a place that's like we are a Scotch bar and we make we serve beers and make a couple cocktails as well. Yeah. Um, and but, from what I remember, the Glenlivet 12, I, I'm pretty sure that one in you know what we're just gonna have to try them but i'm pretty sure the glenlivet 12 was even better in my opinion than the glenfiddich 12 that's probably pretty sure i've always sided with the glenlivet and you know called myself a fanboy and you joke but the truth is at the price point that you used to be able to get glenlivet 12 yeah. it was actually a little cheaper than the glenfiddich yeah and it for me was much smoother easier to drink didn't burn my throat yeah but now i don't care about that as much as i prefer to have a whiskey with some body and profile to it yeah so i'm curious i haven't bought a bottle of glenlivet 12 in Four years, probably. I haven't had a new bottle of it. I just remember Glenfiddich so. or Glenlivet 12. A, a buddy of mine, I had done some work on a firearm for him, and he, he gave me a bottle of it as a thank you. And um, by the way, that uh, that bottle squeak, not even a pop, the bottle squeak that you just heard was the uh, Glenfiddich 21-year Caribbean rum cast. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to have you, while you're talking, go ahead and pour yourself pour one of those. Pour them. All right. Yeah, I'm so, going to let you pour both of them because um, it's yours and it's expensive. So. But what I, did, what I was getting at was uh, I do remember the – Glen Livet twelve year having a like a little bit of a smoky element to it that I really enjoyed. I might just pick a, that just up now. Hair. I don't know. I, I got to retry them again. It's I haven't. So long. I haven't had in a long time, and I didn't really like anything smoky then. So I'm I'm at to try it and see if my palate uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that mine. He just poured a quarter of a quarter of an ounce into there. That was well, not a quarter. It's an eighth, uh, guys. Thanks. Actually, that's right. a, that's not that's a sixteenth. Sorry. Yeah. Math time. Yeah. Math time. You're good, bro. I wouldn't have even caught you on that. Yep. I would have been like, yeah, it totally is. Yep. Nope. There would have been somebody if we even had a fan base that would have been like, hey, dickhead, that's not the proper math. I love that. If we had a fan base, <laughs> shout out to the only person outside of family that I know that has listened to it. Hey, Mark. How hey, you Mark. Doing, buddy, what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> now we hope he tells his friends once in a while, but that would be that's uh, me. That's I'm me. I'm just gonna You're say. About me? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I just heard of this awesome podcast my buddies are doing, and I'm like, Mark, that was me. I'm in the podcast. Oh, that's right. Oh, did he, is that <laughs> no, really what no, happened? Oh, that, that would be hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> now Mark's way smarter than that. I'm stupid enough for that. Mark's not. So, um, yeah, it's a hey, so we're gonna get a little nose action on this 21, and then we're gonna cheers, and we're gonna give it a sip, because the plan of the day here is to really see how this cheap versus expensive stacks up and ends up uh, making us feel about purchases. This is good. It does smell good, but it, it does. You can you can tell this is Glen Glenfiddich. Yeah, you no get the doubt. apple right off the There's bat. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. I notice a lot of other things. I do notice a lot more spice and flour and stuff, like I said before, but I do notice a lot of a lot of the apple. Yeah. Um, and we don't need to go too deep because we have talked about this one, but I, I do think it's important to note that, to your credit, you were right about all Glenfiddichs. No matter what they are, you can always tell that they come from a Glenfiddich distillery. Yep. There, I mean, that's, you know. I think the only time that I got tripped up when we had done a um, 
when we had done a blind was with the monkey shoulder. Yeah. I think that was the only time I got tripped up. I, I still don't know which and I was like, yeah, that's right, because I did that. <laughs> I, I was messing with you at the house. You did like, it like two or three yeah. times. I was like, ha ha, it's monkey shoulder. How's that 15? Yeah. yeah, you bitch. Uh, I'm wondering <laughs> if maybe that Glenfiddich is just like now got a pipe coming from the monkey shoulder distillery. They're just filling their 15 bottles with yeah, it. Right. They probably listen to our podcast like, all right, send an assassin to kill those guys and get a pipe from the they monkey shoulder. They figured us out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They know. They know. All right, you ready to take a sip here? Yeah, man. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, my friend. Thank you this for bringing this price. Absolutely. One over. It has been a while since we've mm-hmm. done this too. Oh, man. For those of you that don't know, this is like the um, the fourth dimension. But when you're podcasting, if you have the time, you can podcast ahead. So we occasionally will record episodes ahead. And uh, it has been a little while. It is really good. Oh, dude, life, life, uh, life outside of work and life within work has gotten a hold of us both yep. here in the recent yep. weeks. And um, yeah, it is, it's, it's been a little crazy, but I'm just happy to be here and happy to relax. And honestly, this is only the, probably the second whiskey that I've had since the last time we had recorded podcasts. It's been a little bit for me. What I'll say right off the bat though, is there's a sweetness on this that I don't remember. I don't either. It, it's getting Are me, you getting that? Oh like yeah. When you just kind of let it You know what it reminds me bit? of is the 14 a little bit where you get that like sweet yeah. bourbon-y flavor at the end. Yeah. But I don't, it's not bourbon. It is sweet though. Yeah, yeah. It finishes like a sweet bourbon, but it doesn't taste like a sweet bourbon. Sweet bourbon. Yeah, yeah. There's no um, there's no vanilla on this, but it, you would think there is. But there's no vanilla on this, like with the with that fourteen. Get a little, you get a little maple in the flavor, and you get a lot of floral in the scent and in the flavor. But this one, and I got to tell you, for the price point, I'm starting to agree with you, especially with a fresh it's like palate. A honeysuckle. Haven't yeah, I haven't yum, had yum, anything yum, today yum, yet. Yum, no yum. alcohol, nothing. Yeah, and my palate is completely virgin for the day, minus the dicks I chugged earlier. But <laughs> uh, my palate is completely it was virgin. Before I was here, let's just get, let's just get that real straight. <laughs> That's what he tells you. <laughs> uh, no, I uh, I definitely haven't had anything to drink, and I have had pretty neutral foods. Yeah. And uh, last time you were here and we did this, we'd had a couple things before, and we had had some food between. Very true. And I'm wondering if that has something to do with it, but I'm getting an entirely different profile. We now, sabotaged I ourselves. I still Maybe. don't think it stands in its price range. No. I think we're going to prove that shortly. Um, but if anybody does want to try this out, um, look for it on sale because it is worth having if you like Glenfiddich. I would say if you are if you have to make financial decisions, this would not be the whiskey I buy. I, there's so many other options out there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, for, for, for the cost of it, I mean, the only reason I got it, it was because I'm kind of trying to build a line, a collection of Glen, Glenfiddichs and, um, you know, trying to catch them all. Yeah, right. Pokemon. No. Yeah, right. So I'm, tra- you know, like I'm Pokemon to- only not gay and drunk. Yeah, facts. <laughs> That's good. So you know, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to have a wide selection of Glenfiddich. I just love the 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 brand and and all that stuff. I just that's that's my. Yeah. bottle that I go to. Yep. And uh, yeah, so I just wanted to try it. I want to see what all the hype was about. I, I'm not going to lie. For those of you who haven't listened to the 21 year podcast, I was disappointed. That is absolutely it. I was 100% disappointed. Um, but now going back on it, there is a little bit of a sweetness there that I didn't, I don't uh, remember finding. And I'm pretty sure I called it out, but I, because I really enjoyed the taste that night. I yeah. did, but it's totally different now and it's good, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that it's changed enough in the direction oh. that i would want to buy it well i think for me too i'm just so stoked to be sitting here drinking a little yeah, bit because hey, we haven't done this in a and, week and maybe? i wanted to bring up a, you were going to bring up earlier we were talking a bit before the show um about a um a new uh, mccallan that's come up before we get there oh, yeah i have to break away a little bit and i'm going to find out the name and look this up i'm going to find out the name and shout it out on the show I, i'll have to look but i was out in texas and there's a little uh food truck that runs and i got a shout out to the uh, to our our fine veterans because these guys 
It's a husband and wife, both retired. They both retired from the Navy. God bless them. Thanks for your service. And they do this comfort food, food truck that is incredible. These guys, the the, the husband and wife have retired after a full career in the military. And now they go out and they stand in a hot truck in the, in San Antonio, Texas and serve this food. But I just, I I wanted to make sure that we um, showed our appreciation to law enforcement and, uh, and military, especially because it seems like there's less and less of that now. Not that people don't appreciate the services and the men and women in those armed services, but there's um, there's a lot less of it being pronounced because everybody's focused on the wrong stuff. So thanks for that. Um, anyway, I got to talking to them and like they kind of they they just seem like really great people. I thought we should bring them up on the show because their food was awesome. They're they're cool. They're military career retirees. Yeah. They, you know, it's really cool. And Mark, Mister Mark, thank you for your service too. He's also um, a uh, veteran of the of the U.S. Army. Oh, fantastic! So, yeah. So that that was really cool that um you know you mentioned his name earlier. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Back to that. Back to the real world, and by that I mean the fantasy world we live in, which is whiskey. Um, you know what? That makes a lot of sense now. I know he's talked about his past career and a lot of the work oh, yeah. that he's done, and Some I never real put wild it together stuff, that right? he was in the military. Real wild that stuff. Is, I feel like an idiot now. Oh no! Don't feel like an idiot. I mean, not because of that, just overall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. No. Be like me so, and feel like an idiot for everything you say. That's the best way right. to go. So, just real quick, I I had. Uh, um, like well, like I had mentioned earlier, I hadn't been yeah. keeping up with any of the, the the whiskey news coming in or any of the YouTubers that I typically follow sure. yeah. or all the stuff going on in the, in the whiskey world. I uh, hadn't been keeping up with it, but I I did. Uh, a buddy of mine sent me this article of the McAllen, and I didn't even get a chance to read it. You were telling me a little bit about it, and I just Googled it, and it is an eighty-one year old McAllen. Yeah. Um, it says that. Uh, Sherry oak casts and crafted there that were crafted during World War II. That's so ridiculous, uh, man. That is Here's the thing: I would love and, and okay. Um, spoiler for any of you going out to rush to your local liquor store to buy it. It's what one hundred and twenty-five thousand uh, dollars. I haven't gotten to the price yet. One sec. Uh, one hundred twenty-five or one hundred fifty. Um, the problem that I have here is there is most definitely a diminishing return on aging whiskey, and. I would not want to be the guy that paid. I mean, even if you're a McAllen fan, like to the core, and you're a multimillionaire, do you want to find out just how much too much age ruins a whiskey by buying it for $125,000? Here's what I'll tell you. I would much rather have bought this, if I had the money, um, you know, you're looking at somebody like Jeff Bezos who who just disassembled a bridge, a historic bridge, to move his $500 million yacht uh, he probably would, just gave this have, out to the people that yeah, worked on I mean, that project. <laughs> I would, if I was at his level, fuck yeah, I'd buy this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Scooby. Yeah, but you know how many times you could eat Taco Bell if you bought like a Glenlivet fifteen <laughs> instead. <laughs> you know how many times <laughs> you, you could eat Taco Bell? Taco Bell. Look, Crunchwrap Supreme. Somebody fight me. They're the best food you can get. No, Come on. listen, that is my only, the only thing that I order from there. And AM Crunchwrap. If you never had it, you um, know, go to your local Taco Bell that's open for breakfast. Breakfast Crunchwrap, so good. I'm gonna have to keep looking because this, uh, this real quickly went from an article about McAllen to an article about politics uh, or something. No, it went oh. straight to something going on in Africa and oh. a bunch of arms getting smuggled in an AK-47. So this makes no sense. So I'm going to keep looking for the price though. But yeah, 81-year-old McAllen. That's good stuff. Well, you know, good luck to you now because uh, your computer just heard me talking about Taco Bell Crunchwrap, so that's all your advertising is going to be. <laughs> you know now. what? I won't even mind. That's fine. <laughs> it's going to be like, come buy, come buy a malt liquor 40 and have some Crunchwraps. That's what they're going to advertise to you now. Let's yep. see. So 81-year McAllen price i'm sure there's only there's only probably what 10 barrels of it or less it's probably not God, very i don't many. even know so the the one thing that i'm curious about is 
um, you know, with any barrel, there's what they call the angel's share. So when it's in the rickhouses and all that stuff, there's always a little bit of evaporation that goes on every year. And, you know, say a barrel is sitting there for 21 years, like what we're drinking right now, you know, you might lose like uh, maybe yeah, 20% of the barrel or something like that. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much, say they had a full, I believe they're like 53 gallons. So say they yeah, had right like around a, that. Yeah, say they had like a full like 53 they're gallon barrel They're basically an oil barrel almost. Yeah. How much... After 81 years, how much evaporated out of that? Well, see, there's I wonder a, there's, what their return on that was. There's probably a certain amount that can evaporate before the whiskey pet or before the the barrel petrifies in some way that it. Oh, that I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it probably doesn't allow more to come out. I could be wrong. I'm sure there's still some level, but it probably decays. So, um, anybody out there that knows anything about this, please let us know. I ask that all the time. We can do research on it, but we'd rather rely on you because we're fat and lazy. So go ahead and send us. You know, hey, dickheads, this is how whiskey evaporates. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What'd you find? <laughs> it says, in. so this is from, uh, what is this, Food and Wine? Yeah, foodandwine.com, the 81-year-old Macallan, um, some of the world's oldest whiskey. In turns recent- out 12% alcohol. <laughs> yeah, it turns out. In, uh, in recent years, the value of rare and collectible whiskeys has skyrocketed, uh, with the top prices reaching nearly $2 million a bottle. Um now that wasn't that was just saying for whiskeys, but that kind of blew my mind. Some some whiskeys out there are selling for two million bucks a bottle. You know what? I need and to find out what that is. Even if I were a billionaire, I wouldn't want to open it. I'd be like, no, nah, I I, that's a big investment. I was gonna like, what, do you get insurance on something like that? Yes, and <laughs> and you put it in bubble wrap, so you only open it, you and if you could. drop it, you lose what you spill, not what breaks. Right? That would be a problem. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So it looks like yep, they're topping out at one hundred and twenty-five dollar price tag. One hundred twenty-five grand. Only two hundred eighty-eight bottles that were uh, that were produced. That's not even a whole barrel. Mm, no, you're right. That's. I wonder if they didn't get. Well, no, two, that would be almost 200 liters, uh, a little over 200 liters, right? So Watch, it was like a happy accident. They just like found this thing, like mixed in the back somewhere. And somebody's like, bookshelf, yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, you know, we should go just start exploring Scotland. Maybe we'll run into a barrel of something just laying in just the street. Just floating around. Yeah. Uh, it says here it's got um, uh, deep notes of dark chocolate, sweet cinnamon, uh, an aromatic peat. That's not what I was expecting. Was bottled in World War II. Probably a little prejudice in there, I would imagine, at that point uh, in time, too. Let's see. All, all I can say is, though, the photo here, the Mild Macallan notes photo. of, get out of my neighborhood. You don't belong here. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the photo here of this bottle, first of all, is gorgeous. And then... It's got, like, those bronze hands. Yeah, and then it's got the bronze hands that's holding it up. Yeah. I'm sure that that's something that McAllen did just for the photo shoot. I doubt this comes with every bottle, but at a buck twenty-five a hey, bottle, it better. It probably better, yeah. Yeah. I, I would think it probably does. That's beautiful, man. Ah, whoever took the photos on this, uh, credit, uh, yeah, it's of courtesy of McAllen, so I guess they had somebody take the photos, but did a great job. The lighting, I know all the tricks that they use to light that bottle up. <laughs> Imagine being their intern and the dropping all the bottles while you were getting it ready for oh, the Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be like an ancient law in Scotland where they can like sacrifice you at that point. They take you to like the top of a tower and cut it's, your head it's off. It's called being whiskey angry. Of course they can. <laughs> <Is> that, what- <laughs> <laughs> that happens in Ireland too. Yes. So without further ado, um, we had to break away because that's pretty interesting news in the in the world yeah. of whiskey. Um, also, there's there's a couple other things that are coming out now. I know the state of Virginia is doing another lottery on not super expensive bourbons, but because of the way the supply chain and the lack of workers to drive trucks has caused 
the stores to be empty. Yeah. They're now doing um, relatively medium to small batch bourbons on lottery. Yeah. Um, there's a couple that we saw today, like even simple crap like Angel's Envy. It's not on the shelf. Nope. So if it's well, not there, they're going to start lotterying some of that stuff off. Lotterying. Is that a word? They're going to start using a lottery-based system to sell those off. And keep your eyes peeled. I mean, I know what you meant. Yeah. They have a <laughs> newsletter if you live in Virginia, but if you live in neighboring states, keep your eyes peeled. Check the web. Uh, there's going to be some bourbons out there to check out. Uh, well, there's certain ones like uh, like when they do the E.H. Taylor, when they do um, uh, shit. What are some other ones? Um, like old, you know, Pappy and um, just oh, uh, Pappy. Yeah, uh, like Old Forester, like birthday bourbons, and when they do the Virginia Lottery, yeah. um, I don't even know if out of staters can can do that. I think that they check your license when you go in there to to do those. Like you know, people like lining up out of the door and all. Out of staters, call me and I'll help you out. <laughs> <laughs> finally, we're gonna finally get some emails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from the from the um, the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, that's you know, <laughs> I saw a sign today that said uh, the alcohol or the ATF, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Sounds like it should be a store, not a government agency. Exactly. Yeah, facts. And if they're not, why aren't they doing that? Yeah, that's straight not, up. Sorry, we we had uh, we have states like Maryland and Boston, Massachusetts, not even a state, just an area. Yeah, we've confiscated all these guns because the people there are nuts. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna open up a store in Virginia and sell them back. To you. Hey, I'm you good with what? it. I'm good with it. The government, never, you know what? Never mind. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get into that another time. On it, that's for a different type podcast altogether. So, what I, I'm going to tell you real quick. I need to break back into this a little bit. I finished the last sip of my Glenfiddich 21 Reserve Rum Cask, and I got to say, last bit, you're on the same about amount that I was at. Try that. Um, as you're sipping it, take a nice deep swift, uh, sniff, swift sniff. Swift. Of the glass. And is, it, is that a sip sniff? Swift. swift? Take, a, take a swift. Uh, it's a fast sniff. It's where um, you drink it through your nose. <laughs> you, you, get, you get a uh, really interesting mix of the uh, barrel wood and the flavor. It actually isn't bad. But I got to say that whiskey doesn't have enough body for 220 bucks. Now, I'm anxious. I'll agree. I'm anxious to try agree. the next one. What, uh, what I'll say, too, is that, um, you know, Looking back on it, like we mentioned earlier, you know, sometimes we do a couple episodes in a day here, um, and we we may have been influenced by some of the other whiskeys that we might have had. That that could day. be part of it too, dude. Because there there is there <laughs> Wait is a minute. a. Do we have our pants on or off for this episode? Because it, it oh, could have been that part of the day where probably not, probably but not on. Yeah, the the yep. there's there's a. A sweetness in here that I don't remember at all. I remember being 100% disappointed with that whiskey when, when we were well, drinking it. And I was impressed, but I think I think compared to what we had been drinking, it probably wasn't quite the crux. Um, of, uh, yeah, there you go. So I, I think you, it probably, probably wasn't a crux, isn't even the right word. It probably wasn't um, <clears throat> the worst we had had, but it, it didn't, you know, if you have a good mental note of the Downmore Cigar Malt, it's hard oh, to pass. That is so good. I, I, now, I'm so not much good. to share, like, you and I can share those, and Mark and I have shared some bottles, $100 plus. Mm-hmm. He's given me some pretty good stuff at his house. I, I'm i not one to share one that's over 200 but I'd be willing to have all of my Scotch friends come over and have a single pour of that together. 100%. Because it's like, I want hey, people to experience that. Yeah, one. yeah. That so is worth the money. If there's something that happens <clears throat> here in the near future where either of us wind up on a bonus of some sort and we can afford to do that we should get a bottle and invite people over for one like we'll call it the america celebration where we drink a nice scotch and have a cigar and celebrate the great country we live in yeah that people are apparently trying to burn down yeah we have uh, we fun. have we have we have Cuban cigars, we have Scotch whiskey, and we celebrate everything American. That sounds and we great. Got, we got peop- we got Slavic people and German yep. people, and you know. But hey, you celebrate how you celebrate. That's it, man. I'm that's not asking it. any questions at all. No, it's uh, that's that sounds great. All right, I got it. So um, we're we're gonna move on to the um, 
the Glenlivet. Now, this one is called Caribbean Reserve, so it doesn't it doesn't explicitly call out in the name rum, but it actually does say selectively finished in barrels that held Caribbean rum. So it does have that in the sub, you know, the subtext of the label. And here's where I get upset. You want to go ahead and say the price on that guy again, if you uh, haven't already? I think I bought it today. I bought another bottle of it for $42, something, yep. $45 maybe. And I think it was actually $5 off. So uh, it was probably just at 40 bucks. It might've yeah. been 45 down to 40. Yeah. Back to it too. Um, just a couple steps, a couple of sentences back. We were talking about how, you know, the Virginia ABCs, aren't carrying a lot of stuff well the yeah. one that we were at today like you had mentioned it had like at least 15 to 20 things that weren't on the shelf okay and hipsters then, don't get angry but i'm gonna say something that's gonna piss all you guys off and you're gonna be sitting there angrily twisting your little pencil mustaches um <laughs> hipsters buy bourbon more than scotch in a general as a general rule and you can i mean fight me on it if you want that's yeah. the truth so why why was the scotch shelf heavily stocked today at that store but all the good bourbons were gone you're right I, it doesn't you know what and not I even the good bourbons because they still had larceny i guess they the would shelf. probably they argue with have. me that i'm not a patriot right that it's americana and i'm buying scotch i'm yeah. the one here bitching about how the country's falling apart well I can tell you that they make more tax money off most of the scotches I buy than they yeah. do off the bourbon. Yeah, dude, just um, import in general. Yeah, import yep. tax. So there's there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of things to be said about that. But I really do think, and I, I joke about the hipster thing, but for uh, for a minute, being real, a lot of the younger crowd is all on this bourbon kick, and I got to think that that probably has a lot to do with why things are so empty. I'm a big fan of scotch, though. You know me and bourbon. I'll drink it, and we're going to review yeah. a bunch. But you could give me a mediocre scotch over a bourbon any day for more money, and I'd take it. Yeah. So I we were I was surprised to see that too because our liquor store has been, for the last three years even has been a little shy on what they get in scotch, but they've always had a bourbon shelf, and now with the shortages, and of course the state and all the news outlets go saying, oh well, there's no one to drive the trucks, and it's true. I'm saying it here, but that's because you can see it now. Yeah. But they put mm -hmm. this false sense of alarm, just like you better go buy toilet paper, eggs, and milk, even though you can't cook a meal with those three things combined, and you don't wipe your ass that much. Yeah. They get a run going on stuff, and the next thing you know, people that are at home with a little extra cash in their pocket from wherever it may have come from now want to go buy up their booze because they can't get it later, and and it causes this outage. Yep. We're, I mean, I'm going to go back to that store probably next week and get more scotch just because I'm out of all my Glenlivets. Yeah. That's so why I was happy to stop in there and see them. Our store hasn't had a Glenlivet on stock except for, what the hell's the one they tried to replace the 12 with? I forget what it's called. Uh, Glenlivet? Yeah. They have one that's that's like the same or a little bit cheaper and they, they tried to, that's the one I told you they tried to replace in in Europe. Oh, and then they like made a People revolted. Like it, yeah. this is, you, this is like the best, bullshit. <laughs> best mainline scotch you can yeah. get for under 50 bucks and you're going to take it away. Basically. I remember you saying that. I just don't remember what, the, what it was. Yeah. Anyway, so there was some of that in ours here and, and there was no top end Glenlivet. And if I had seen a 15, I'd have bought, you know, stacks of it. But today I saw 10 bottles of it almost. I'm not going to buy it. Over, overly advanced yeah. amounts of that, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I jumped on the uh, when I saw that Glenfiddich 14, and that's it another hasn't one. Hasn't been around. That's another one. If you haven't listened, we have an episode on that. The Glenfiddich 14 Bourbon Barrel Reserve is delicious. One of Jake's when, favorites. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. And when uh, when I saw it on the shelf, um, you know, I'm, I frequent some of the ABCs in uh, Manassas, Virginia. Uh, well, between Manassas, Sterling, Ashburn, whatnot. Uh, the Northern Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, stretch. Uh, I, yeah. I, I frequent some of them here from time to time, and. Um, I haven't seen the 14 year in a while. So, and thank you for inviting me today because when sure. you and I drove out there and, and took a look, um, it was yeah, a dude. fortuitous accident. You weren't even going to go with me, but I was lazy and then was feeding the baby before you came over. So, and you know, it was, hey, it was perfect timing. It just, it all feeding worked the baby's out. Baby's not a euphemism. I actually have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, it just it all worked out, man. And I was able to go, and luckily, luckily I did because they had six bottles of it sitting on the shelf. And you know, I only needed one, but I want to buy two because I don't want to go through that deficit again where I don't have it. Yeah, that shit was well. Good. And we it, admittedly we hit it a little hard for, a and while. it was on sale, so yeah. it was five it was, bucks off. Yep, yep. And yep. you were you were hitting it, and I was hitting it because we were working on getting ready for this podcast. And you're like, you got to try this because it's totally different. Yeah, and it is actually. I would pay more for that than I would for the the 21 we had just because that 14 is a totally. It says aged in ex-bourbon barrel casks and it tastes like what they claim yep this one it was good but it doesn't taste that much different now i was ex- i don't know what i was expecting out of that stuff uh, out of the the 21 year now i was expecting like that's right know, like bananas or fr- just some kind of something off of it i was from just the expecting rum, a good spiced rum flavor and it's just not that not strong there, not you there. get a sweet maple it's to good, it you get a little bit of that honeysuckle to it at the end but so now tell me something and i, I know this is going to be weird but i smell a similar profile to Glen Glenfiddich, yep. but the the apple is replaced with something different. I think it's it's fully it's replaced. It's not as harsh. Like no. it's not like when you smell it, it's not as I think it's fully replaced with like a pear. And this is my first my favorite scotches have always been Glenlivet. I haven't had them in so long. So you guys, I'm sorry. I, I have not ever tasted one of these before on air. And I've never really given it a nose out of a Glen Cairn glass. And this is good. It's Smelling it, it has almost a little banana and a little bit of pear to it when you sniff it. Now, you've tasted it, so what do you smell after tasting it? Because now you've done both. I think it's really close to the Glenfiddich, honestly. Like, I'm, st- I'm still kind of getting that, like, almost what I what I would say is like a crisp apple on this on it. See, I think I'm it's, still getting I think it's of... different. I think I get fresh pear. I get, like, a yellow pear yeah. uh, or ripe pear, yeah, mixed with maybe a little tiny bit of... On the way out, my nose a little bit of banana, but anyway, let's without without holding this up too much. Let's um, cheers, my friend. Now hold on a second before we go. Don't be angry if this is as good as the twenty one two twenty versus about forty five bucks. I'm curious. So. I'm not gonna be angry because now I'm just gonna start buying that. In the name of science, <laughs> let's find out. It's totally different. But I think I like it. But more. I'm still getting that. I'm telling you, man. I we what we need to do is get more glasses and do a side by side of this because it is almost the same thing. Yeah, you get a little. <laughs> you get a little more the of the for 180 dollar price difference. You get a little more of the regular like Glenfiddich and Glenlivet less expensive whiskey flavor. I think because it's aged less, right? But you still get some of that Caribbean cask. The ending is a little odd. I will say it does. And it could be, I think both of them are this way to me, but more this one, it has almost a little rubbery finish to the taste. Just a little bit. And yeah, it's I only could, at the end. I could see that, but what what I'm what I get, I get the same sweetness mm-hmm. that I get from the 21 year, but that's, I don't get it as long. That's gotta I, be the rum cask, but they yeah. don't they don't age it as long in a rum cask, I'm sure. Let's yeah. see. Does it say here? Probably doesn't say what it's how long it's in there. Sweet um, and tropical notes. That is accurate. Thank you very much. So that sweetness on the end of the 21 year hangs on there for 10, 12 seconds or so. This one disappears after less than five seconds. <clears throat> it definitely doesn't hang in there as long as the 21 year does. But at the same point, the, the I mean, the price difference is the price difference versus the taste difference is not even it's it's. Yeah. Yep. Yep. By the Glenlivet. A portion of this. <laughs> so there's why a portion of this whiskey was aged and finished. Or was finished in barrels that previously held Caribbean rum. So uh, I'm not sure. Does that one tell you that it was entirely aged in? Yeah, I think I think here's my final my final assessment on this. If you buy buy the Glenlivet Caribbean rum cask, and if you like that, and if you it's like your best damn whiskey you've ever had, and you're absolutely 
crazy about it, then go buy the Glenn. And I would Glenn say Ford. that's only if you need a celebratory one that matches yeah. up to your favorite you, vein. You had a kid or something. Yeah, and even that, <clears throat> I, I like the Glenlivet more. I know if, if people knew the price tag and they saw you walking into the delivery room to give it to them to celebrate their kid's birth, they'd smack you. But it's not everything is not about price. It's just like the wedding ring thing. Like, why does it have to be six months worth of my salary? Yeah. You know, why does this whiskey well, have to be 150 bucks or more? It's no good. This is very good, and it's cheap. So this just says, um, a little description on the bottle, a luxurious, rich, single malt finished in our own unique rum casks, which this also brings up that question I had during the Who podcast. Who the F makes the rum? <laughs> Who, yeah, literally, it says, in our, like, our own well, unique rum cask. By that same logic, uh, I am. I, we could age whiskey in our own bourbon barrels because we bought them, so we own them. Yeah. So, but did we make the bourbon that was in them? Did we sanction it? Did we commission it to somebody? No, we just bought the barrels. So they could say that all day. I'm sure they go down to the just, Caribbean and buy it. Look, all I'm saying is that I would buy Glenfiddich rum if they came out with if it, it was legit theirs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I probably would it. too. I'd try it. I still prefer Mount Gay, sweetie. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, Mount Gay, Mount Gay Barbados rum, best thing I've ever had. And, uh, you know, again, I'll put my chest out there. Come on, hit me. I want somebody to tell me there's a better one. There probably is. Come at me, bro. Come at me, Come bro. Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. I'll tell my shirt to not and drink my Mount uh, Gay. <laughs> I, uh, I w- one thing, you know, going back to the whole ABCs, though, one thing I was happy to see was that A. Smith Bowman's, uh, they had mm-hmm. them on the shelves. And now I know that I don't have to go all the way to, is that considered Fredericksburg? Fredericksburg. Or Fa- Fa- Spotsylvania? Fredericksburg. Fredericksburg. So I don't have to go all the way to Fredericksburg to get uh, the port. Um, the port to yes. the finished. I will say they didn't have a lot of them. It looked like each one only had, had one one, one bottle of yeah. each, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. maybe but, two uh, for one of them, but I think that's it. I didn't even think that they made it up this far. Oh yeah, no. That's that's actually I'm sure that's how Mr. Mike and Mr. Matt know about it. I mean, they might have gone together to the distillery. I'm not sure. They said they had. Okay, yeah. but but that's definitely something you could buy up here occasionally. But lately they haven't had it. So yeah. well, like think, you said, all right the in Winchester. Yeah, but the thing is, Matt and Matt and his uh, his wife may have seen that mm-hmm. and said, you know, well, we already have a bunch, but everything else is gone because they told me the store we went into was empty. But Matt looks for bourbon, not scotch. That's yep. why I had a little bit of hope. Yep, you know that we might be okay. So. Which it was, dude. That that scotch shelf was uh was full. I know the one that I've really been wanting to try here recently was the um, uh, Johnny Walker Double Black. I think that's one of their only. I think it's one of the only whiskeys that they have that I, well, obviously there's some ridiculously expensive ones, but yeah, all the way up to the blue label, that's one of the only ones that I haven't had yet. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks to you for introducing me to that high rye, because that was freaking delicious. Yeah. I, for I, being a rye, I was crazy. I mean, there was, I you know, had no idea that was a rye. If you would have just told me it was their it's standard just, red. It's, it's just a, it's a, yeah, high high rye, I'm guessing in the mash bill. Yeah. Um, well, you said previously, I think it was 60 something percent rye. 60%, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that one's great and it's cheap. Would have never guessed. I, I will say, I say it's cheap, but then if you're a Johnny guy, you're like, they have way cheaper whiskeys than that. Well, compared to what we have on our shelves, well, Johnny Walker has like their red, which is, it's real cheap. It's cheaper than that. Johnny yeah. Walker red is cheaper than that. That one's 40 bucks or 45 bucks a bottle. And oh, I think yeah. Johnny Walker's like 30 red, like 30 or 28. Or, yeah. It's basically a rail whiskey that is a scotch. They can, it's got a nice looking label. They can put it up, but it's blended. Yeah. And that all right there, it should be cheaper. But I will say that compared to the scotches that we buy that are single malt, that is great. Um, the guy that I let try it, I wish I knew his name. I'd shout out to him um, that I let, I let try it at the bar. We were sitting, having a drink. There's a couple of us out there one night after work and, I said, yeah, you, I'm doing this Scotch podcast. So you got to check it out. Um, but I, we ended up not exchanging info. Yeah. Um, but I did see him another night. I was just walking through, headed to my room, and I had that bottle with me. And I said, oh, here. Uh, I asked the bartender to pop a glass out, and she. So I went and poured him a little bit, and he uh, he was like, 
lot of, it's really good. A lot of cinnamon on the end. And I was like, you know, I'm going to try it when I get up there. And I made sure to not eat anything. I rinsed out with water. Yeah. Didn't brush my teeth or anything before I tried it. And it sure enough at the end of it, for me, what I always thought it was, it got a little bit flat, a little bit um, bland. Yeah. It's got a lot of cinnamon to it. Is that what right. it is? Yeah. All right. I can, I'm excited to retry it. Yeah, me too. Yep. I got it. We're going to have to hold on a minute because we got a psycho dog in the background. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back and I've just killed my dog. Go ahead, PETA, bring it on. I don't give a shit. Uh, sorry, we do have a we have a, a very um, narrow door on the way down to our recording space that's going to someday be replaced with a dog fur blanket after that. Yeah, that uh, definitely echoed its way down here. Yes, it did. Thank you very much to Zoom for the stupid song that I went ahead and DJed in there just uh, just now. But uh, yeah, uh, Zoom P8, if you guys are looking for something fun, Zoom to PodTrack P8 is good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think uh, right before that uh, that that... That break, we were talking. Uh, oh, y'all missed some comedy gold apparently in there. Yeah, dude, I, I wish he would have. I wish I would have caught what he had said because that would have been a great. Um, that would have been a great <laughs> button to add to our collections. Uh, yeah, whatever. I don't want to get into it. Maybe I just need next to catch time. it. Maybe yep, next yep, time. Yeah, we just need to catch it. But we were talking about the Johnny Walker High Rye, and um, I think the little bit of the cinnamon on the aftertaste of that. So I'm excited to try that. Yeah, I, I was really surprised when he said that, and I was like, you know, I, I didn't get that, but I'm going to try it again. Yeah. And it's funny what a little bit of influence can do to your um, to your palate when you're yep. trying something again. Well, you, you know, you know, you've definitely done that a couple times. Uh, we've been sitting outside, you know, drinking and enjoying a, a smoke, and. Uh, um, yeah, you've definitely said a couple times, and I'm like, dude, I never got that until you said it. Your brain just doesn't register those things. Yeah. It doesn't pull those experiences up. This is why we need the scenting kit, because you yeah. you aren't going to, you truthfully can't until someone makes you recall that memory. Now, if you build a new memory, like, oh, now I know what cinnamon sticks smell yeah. like. Exactly. Now you're going to know that you that's know, in the whiskey. You know what I, I'm upset about the most? And actually what I'm excited for, I guess I should say, I'm excited and upset. One, I'm upset because when I had COVID, definitely lost a lot of my ability to smell and taste a yeah. lot of things. And I have not gotten them back. I would say at best, I am at 70% right now. Um, with that being said, it's it's a lot of things that like I know what they should taste like. And I just they just don't taste the same to me or I can't taste anything out of them. I think you'll but probably, um, that scenting, when you get the scenting kit, you'll probably learn another one. Yeah, I was going to learn say, a bunch of them back. That's yeah. what I'm excited to do is I'm excited to use that scenting kit more to like retrain myself. And hopefully that works on it, but to retrain myself on some things. But there's some stuff that I know what it should smell like. And I'm like, I ain't getting shit out of that yeah. right now. Now, yep. we're only going back about four months ago. So there are, you know, there are a lot of people that say that, um, uh, you know, six months is kind of the when everything returns, and and if you're going to get back to it 100, percent then that's you know six months is probably the cutoff. But yeah, we'll and see. Then, I do believe see. there's a thing out there, and I got it, and you got it, <clears throat> and I lost my taste and smell yeah. for three days, and you lost yours for still a little bit. Still, and is already back. We got ours at the same time. Fucking hipsters are calling it long COVID versus short COVID, and it makes me want to slam somebody's skull into the ground. <laughs> Quit making stuff up, people. You got a cold, and it took away your taste and smell. Now, if it comes back, good. Yeah. If it doesn't, I'm sorry, but get over it and move on. We're going to try and get yours back with a scenting kit. Now, if yep. you're really going to be a bitch about it, go ahead. Or you could be like us and go buy a scenting kit and some whiskey and go at it. <laughs> yeah, figure it out. <laughs> That's baby. what you need to do. Yeah. No. But uh, and called problem solving. Ange and I both, you know, we were we were out out for the count at the same time, and she got all of hers her everything back. She doesn't notice any difference in anything now. Oh, that's good. Um, From what yeah, you told yeah. me, she was so out of it that she like you guys kind of got oh another hipster term the flu rona. You kind of had the flu symptoms mixed with the cold she, symptoms. I was concerned about her. Right. We didn't have any. She's of the like levitating in the middle of the night yeah. and stuff. Yeah. We didn't have any of the respiratory issues, um, but I was concerned with 
her fevers and just all those other ailments. Yeah. She she was down for I, the account. I genuinely think I was taking care of her. I got very I got closely. coronavirus. <clears throat> I got COVID. I mean, they at the time they weren't allowing you to antibody test. They were took it away for whatever reason. So I couldn't find out for sure. Mm-hmm. Which prevented me from them being able to get a piece of paper to say I don't need these vaccines. Yeah. But the thing that I thought was interesting was your symptoms of COVID, we'll call it, I'm quoting, of of actual COVID were pretty much like mine. You just lost your taste and smell. Yep. You were saying you didn't get the respiratory. Neither did I, but I lost my taste and smell. Yeah. And you guys had basically, it sounds to me like you had the flu and then you caught that cold because you were weakened up. And it sounds like the flu kicked your ass and the cold made you lose your taste and smell. Yeah. Which sucks. I'm not, was, saying, it, I'm not saying it doesn't suck. And we've had some of our, Mr. Mike well, nearly died from it. So I'm not, I'm not pretending it's a joke. Anybody that wants to send an email and bitch, go for it. I will laugh it right into the trash because it is not, it's not a joke. But there are people that got the flu who then had respiratory infections based on COVID because they were weakened. And those yeah. are the people I think that wound up dying. And too, I think that it, when it comes to the case of my wife, she 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 got a lot of it because she wasn't eating or drinking like she should. She was very obviously dehydrated yeah. no matter, uh, you know. That'll get you for it, sure. Exactly. And I think that her fevers and all that stuff were, were highly exaggerated because of her, uh, or, or I shouldn't say, whatever. They were more severe because of her dehydration rather yeah, than anything. more pronounced. Yeah, yes. Definitely. Yeah, more apparent. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it just, you know, it took a lot longer. Like for me, I could break a fever just with a cold rag and just relaxing and making sure I had something to drink. But for her, um, you know, she was taking medications. She was, you know, I was every 20 minutes replacing cold rags. And yeah, it just, it, it was, it was very, very scary. You imagine living like in a that. time in history like turn of the century 1900s when people died that way yeah like if you need you did you eventually you did you tell me you broke down and you took some tylenol and ibuprofen or whatever yeah which i'm just not a big medicine no guy, but, but i'd rather but imagine yeah. not having that to reach to pre-world war ii yeah and having like spanish flu or the flu kill you yeah. and that and that's why i had so much of a problem with the shutdown and the lockdowns and because people there are there's a small percentage but like people talk they compare it to the spanish flu well it's not even it's not really comparable because that's that the symptoms of that can inherently be dangerous, just like the flu. Yeah, where they can just naturally get. But you. the treatments weren't there at there all. There were no treatments. Yeah, and and you got it. Was, it the was, Nazis actually it helped us with with medical <laughs> with medical science. Yeah, and there are a lot of things that came after World War II that probably helped people like Tylenol and ibuprofen. I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. A lot of that medicine dawned after a lot of the awful things that the Nazis did to try and you know experiment on people. It really did turn into a thing where like pre World War II, you died from the flu and a cold pneumonia any of that was just i mean pneumonia kills elderly people now but yeah you really died from it back then and then all of a sudden they're like well you can just take these two pills uh four hours every four hours and be fine in four days like but like my like these people are probably like i saw my mother die of this you know yeah 30 years ago because there i mean that can that can also be said for just something as simple as penicillin yeah i mean dude penicillin has cured so much i mean just a ridiculous amount of infection i wish i knew the true story behind how they figured it out what's the one std you can get that that Penicillin, penicillin essentially just wiped out. Chlamydia? No. One of the, uh, one of the syphilis. 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 Yeah. Maybe. There's a there's a bad story. Uh, anybody interested in shit like that? Um, <laughs> when it comes to uh, hey, join us next week for the syphilis hour where, yeah, we, where well, we review how we itch. <laughs> any anybody who wants to you know look up how the government has done some sketchy shit? Look up uh, Tuskegee, Alabama, and the oh, syphilis the t- cases. yes, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some that's some. I didn't up know. Shit. I didn't now, know listen, you were headed there. But listen, there's there's two really really cool or there's one bad thing, one good thing when you look up Tuskegee. Tuskegee Airmen 
fucking awesome. Yeah. Tuskegee, Alabama, not awesome. Yep. Uh, Both directly affecting the African American community. Yes, actually. Yes. As a matter of fact, that's and, and and this is not even this is not me making a stereotype. If you ask any African American, any any even Black American friend, not African American, but from that, a lot of them are like, you remember Tuskegee experiment? And they have I, no I, idea. I'm not. Well, no, a lot of them that do don't trust the government for vaccines, and most of them wear the mask but aren't getting the vax. Yeah. And those that those that don't know about it are shocked to find out if they do any reading, which yeah. has been a rare case that I've well, seen. I know, but yeah. you know, my sister is, is one to, um, to you know, rely on the government for, she believes, she believes that there's no bad and that, you know, nothing, yeah. nothing can, nothing bad can come of that. Nancy Pelosi bought a $25 million house in a state that she denounced Florida. Yeah. $25 million house. Yeah. Now there's, there's, there's no crookedness in the government at all. No, not at all. And first of all, how does she get 25 million? That's the, you know, I don't even want to talk about this. Now let's I'm, not go. No, we're a whiskey podcast. I don't even I care about Nancy Pelosi. Anyway. The point was the government <laughs> makes people money. Otherwise they yeah. wouldn't be there. Yeah. Yep, yep. No, I just, uh, I just look there, there's learn the history uh, just learn how we've gotten to where we are and some of the interesting and sketchy shit that has happened. <clears throat> For sure. So the Glenlivet Caribbean. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Let's see what button do I have here? Oh, yes. <laughs> maybe we'll just cut the last 10 minutes of this out. You think uh, people would love it if we just did this? For like yep. forty minutes of our podcast, because that's what we don't want people to hear. We should, we could, uh, we could just create a track here. I'll, I'll create a second track and drop that down there. There's a Bill Burr <laughs> talks about having. He's like, I, before he had kids, hey, I want to have kids just so I can download all my fucked up thoughts in their head. Oh, they God. go to school spouting it off to their teachers. Daddy hides cash in the walls because he doesn't trust banks. <laughs> <laughs> that, I want, I want my girl to be that way one day. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with your father? God now, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, this is we can't use the term man shit because Jeremy Sires has got it, but this is a show where we can talk about whatever. You no, know, I don't know if he actually has it or not, but out of respect, I'm not going to. Yeah, use exactly. It that's okay, his thing. Jeremy, out of respect, yeah, yeah. we wouldn't use your phrase. No, but it's it's phenomenal and it's hard to compete against. It what, is. What did I come up with the other day that was? Uh, we were talking on the on a man little, on a little not man manure dude, man dude dude sh- I forget what it was. Dude something. Dude crap, dude Yeah, shit. I don't something know. random. But I was like, damn it, man shit. It's such yes, a good it's, one. It's good. And if, but that's what this podcast is. Yeah, I'm sure he is. trademarked it. That's pretty much what it is. And we, you know, shout out to Jeremy Sires. But we, uh, excuse me, we definitely, um, we definitely do talk about whatever we want. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you don't have to come back next time. But, you and know, you know what, too? Just, you know, we also don't judge or hate anybody for their political views or their religious views or yeah, anything. Yeah. We don't care. But yeah. No, but uh, if, you know, since we brought him up and all that stuff. If, Except for those stinking Catholics. You fucker. No. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm uh, kidding. I have no idea. No. So uh, you know, since we brought him up, um, just two people that I do follow uh, on YouTube a lot and kind of were the inspiration and even what even what made me realize that us doing it, just some average Joes doing this kind of stuff was a real possibility um, and, and was watching Jeremy Sires on YouTube. Um, seeing a lot of the stuff he did, he was a lot of the inspiration for doing this. Um, and also the bourbon junkies, uh, you got Matt Porter with, uh, ADHD whiskey and stuff like that too, as well. Uh, I watch him quite a bit, but that guy's incredible. You were right about that. Yeah. Jeremy? No, Matt. Matt. Yeah. I love his humor. He's great, man. <laughs> He's great. But dude, you know, they, they were, they're just, they're just some cool guys. And look, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying this stuff's easy. I'm not saying anybody can do this. The equipment's, you know, the equipment's a little, um, it, well, here's what I'll say. If it wasn't for Greg, uh, knowing some of the audio stuff i wouldn't have even gotten this far so um you know with all of that um just watching them i was like man like this is just an awesome idea that i would love to do with a friend and brought it up to greg and now we're here doing this so uh you know they were 
they were a lot of the inspiration, though, that even gave me the idea that this could be possible. And they do, again, YouTube channels, completely different. Something that we strive for it's, here in the it's future. It's going to happen eventually. Yeah, man. yeah. Even if it's just like short clips of us just yeah, sitting down here listen, bullshit. Listen, bro, it's like, it's like learning uh, your... It's like learning your... Greg just graciously finished that bottle of Glenlivet in my glass. It's like finding out your best friend's a crossdresser. Like, you're like, I don't know anything about audio production. I'm like, oh, well, I'll do this. And you're like, hey, I removed the... I removed the glare from the bottle in this picture. Like, bro, what? Like you grew up you grew up basically on a farm and hunting. You're like an outdoorsman. You're like, yeah, yeah. I can work Photoshop and Premiere. Like, get the fuck out of here. Come I like, now. but see, catch, catch on that though. So I, yeah, I agree. I grew up uh, with almost zero technology. Very, very old school. Um, you know, my, my, the people that I looked up to in my life were born in, uh, 1931 and 1954. So, you know, I kind of yeah. going back a ways, but, um, Photography has always... My dad would flip you off if he heard this right now. He was born in 52. He'll be like... Was he? Hey, he's like, F you. What's well, up with you? Well, <laughs> look, listen, it's good for you. Like, yeah. you you grew up when I wish I grew up, because people yeah, right. nowadays suck ass. They do But suck. anywho, so... Um, I By like, the way, thanks for listening to our podcast, yeah, right. all you who suck ass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, here's... Uh, I was born in the 90s, and I read a quote the other day, or a, a saying the other day that was awesome, where it was, half half of us 90s babies were um, uh, raised as old heads, and half of us are stupid as fuck. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I agree 100% with that. I just, yep. I'm happy that I was raised as an old head. But uh, either way, what I was getting at was that um, I enjoy photography and I enjoy, I love nature. I'm always outside, love animals, love hunting and fishing and doing all that stuff. And I like taking pictures while I'm out. And I love photography of nature and all just different scenery and stuff like that. So that's what made me get into... Here's my dick in front of an oak tree. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my dick in front so of a waterfall. So that's what made me get into any of that in, in the beginning. Here's or, my in, dick from an aerial yeah. picture of Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. <laughs> so that's why I love doing this stuff. And that's what made me get good at Photoshop and Lightroom. Those yeah, are the right, two that I right. use. And uh, soon to be Premiere Pro. Um, starting to play around with it a little bit with some GoPro footage. But soon to be Premiere Pro with YouTube. Um, but yeah, I mean... I mean, it's it's cool and you know what though anybody can do it you know as long as you download the softwares um anybody can do it uh, all everything that i've learned so far has been watching youtube tutorials honestly yeah, I, I i i googled how to remove glare out of a, a glass and i actually found a youtube video on how to remove glare in lightroom classic from a whiskey bottle or from a whiskey glass and that's it watch the video yeah. repeated step by step what they did and learn how to do it and then put my own spin on it and i'm not the artistic type um <clears throat> I more autistic than artistic. I actually do enjoy <laughs> playing music and stuff, but I do know technology and I build PCs and we work in tech. So if any of y'all have questions about technology that I might be able to help with, or Jake might be able to help you with Premiere and Photoshop and those things, if you have basic questions, um, it's Jake C at the smokingcask.com or cask crew at the smokingcask.com, which is oddly enough, the one that I get most regularly. Um, yeah. Give us an email anytime. And by the way, um, before we wrap this up with a quick, very quick synapsis, synapsis, before we wrap it up with all these words, I don't know, um, <laughs> you go ahead and uh, take a look at our website, which uh, as of later tonight, when Ooh. I'm sitting on the on the couch having my last scotch, is going to be redirected to our new build, which is under pro, under under construction, but uh, we have a website that's but not it is great. awesome. Yeah, we have a website that's not great that we built as a once once we got the domain as a placeholder. Yes, and yeah. uh, that's getting replaced. And we're gonna we've already added some of our own pictures. We've got our episodes posted. It's thesmokingcask.com. www.thesmokingcask.com. That's c a s k dot com, and that uh, that's gonna have our latest website 
uh, build to date on it. We do not have anything for sale. We are just doing this for fun at this point. Eventually, we may have some donations. We may sell a couple T-shirts. You know, yeah. we might sell some 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 booze at one point or another, depending on how we can figure out the legalities. Well, for, but for right now, we you know for right now we have up some awesome pictures of what we're doing here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, we have up pictures of the bottles and all that stuff. We might even be able to link. Um, some, some, we certainly can. some discreet, like, you know, we can link to some websites, like even for like the Glenfiddich bottles, we can link to like the Glenfiddich website. If I that's think we're probably going to, we're going to save the, the but, elo- eloquent writing about them yeah, for the yeah. professionals. And we're going to link you right to their website. That's probably best. Yeah. Now, because, and it's worth it because whiskey, they dude, listen to this. They have between five and 30 years to mess around with advertising because yeah. they've got to wait for that stuff to mature. Their websites are awesome. They, they usually really have are. really cool pictures. They've got great blurbs about the distillers, the master distiller, yep. locations that they're in, good pictures of Scotland. It, it's worth a look. So yep. the Glenfiddich website will link you to it, probably to each individual whiskey eventually. Uh, Glenlivet, same thing. Dalmore especially. They're, I mean, some of their stuff is top dollar. So, but yeah. after all that being said, the most important thing that I think comes out of our website is that it has direct links to our podcast. So yes, you get to does. see everything that we've done in the Send past. Send it to your friends. Tell them yep, there's yep. a bunch of dumbasses that do a podcast. You know, they got you mad because they talked about politics for five seconds. <laughs> Whatever. So go ahead and send it out. Uh, TheSmokingCask.com. And I believe you need the www. in there, but just try it either way. Uh, works on a mobile website just well. But we're going to have that link to our new site as of probably midnight Eastern on today, the 12th of February. Yeah. So... Uh, I don't know if, if you knew that it has done this yet, but I had told my sister about this and she went ahead and did a quick Google search and she's like, oh, it's the first thing that popped up. Literally. So she Google searched. It was the first thing I Google searched it. It was like the second page, third thing down. But huh. either way, it's on there, man. It's it's coming up in the cycles. Well, and now that we now that we uh, shout out to Wix, by the way, we're using Wix to build our page. They have a lot of really useful tools. If you're going to get productivity out, of, productivity out of yourself, get productivity out of the platform you work on and Wix has it. Um, I was pretty impressed. We are using their premium, and they actually oh, help you with analytics and for Google searching and stuff. Yeah, um, we have a Google domain. I recommend that highly because you get things like we use. We've actually gotten our money's worth already using a Google domain. We have utilized our. Um, we have Google Meetings. Basically, we can get on. We can talk to one another. If Jake's driving over and we want to talk about something ahead of time, or if he's at his house and can't get out for the day, yeah, we can sit down and chat about our next episode. What we're we going to do? Video chat. And all we that worked stuff. on the website for two hours yep. two weeks ago, a week ago. Um, yeah, so that sort of stuff is really helpful. Um, yeah, it took some pictures. We shared them over the chat. Did yep. stuff like that. Yep. Um, Very nice. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. I would recommend you guys check out Wix if you're looking to do anything productive. As a matter of fact, for a short, short amount of uh, amount of dollars, real short stack, you can get things like um, the ability to have point of sale and to be able to have uh, remembered purchases and stuff that, like, if you're selling a product as opposed to being yeah. complete morons like we are listening to us talk, you obviously know that. But if you're selling something, you can use their website to build a very nice intuitive website for selling your stuff and it's all templated it's real easy because i mean jake's great with the um the photo and video editing but i don't think either of us are web design artists no it takes care of all the hard stuff it works on a mobile phone so anyway check that out www.thesmokingcask.com cask crew at thesmokingcask.com if you want to shoot us an email jake c at thesmokingcask.com now back to this because we were running out you know of time like, here. I've messed up my email so many times that now you just say it for me. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking out loud. I don't want him to fuck it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah right. No, I was just think I was just thinking in 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 a in a, a straight line. So it just yeah, happens. No, that you're way. good. You're yeah. good. I prefer it that way. Less uh, less less problems. Cheers, my friend. Cheers, buddy. One more big old sip on this Glenlivet Caribbean Reserve. Final thoughts by the Glenlivet. I think I think honestly. 
The only thing that makes me lean towards the Glenfiddich at all is the aftertaste is a little bit less, almost too sweet, almost like malted liquor or something. Yeah, I agree. Um, but otherwise, the flavors aren't, I don't want to call them identical. I think there's a little bit more of the rum flavors in the Glenlivet, but it doesn't last as long, to your yeah. point. The other one has less of it, but they hold out longer in the flavor. I would definitely take your, if you're going to try a first foray into uh, rum cask whiskeys, try the Glenfiddich Glen first. Yep. The Glenfiddich is already almost out of everybody's price range anyway. This is not something we buy every day. Mm-mm. This one that we're drinking now, which is the Glenlivet, and the actual, actual verbiage on it, one more time. It's a single malt scotch, scotch whiskey, uh, and they call it the Caribbean Reserve. Um, that guy is well affordable for anybody who wants to get into whiskey at all. I would give it a shot. And you could drink this with your friends, your your, your guys who don't love whiskey. You can try it. You could throw a little bit of it in diet soda, and it would taste pretty good as well. Uh, probably better than a yeah, rum and true. coke, to be true. honest. We may have to try that. So um, I, <laughs> the contenders, uh, a 220-some dollar, and that was probably bought right, versus a 40 some dollar there is no doubt in my mind that it's not worth it for the glenfiddich unless like in your case you're going to have one to collect you're going to yep. have their line and maybe someday an aficionado wants to buy it for a I lot more than it's it worth to but. say that i had it fair not enough who hasn't who hasn't done that yep. once or a hundred times in life right yep. that's a that's definitely a thing that's but, uh, i wanted it to just you know complete that lineup and put it next to the other ones and go i have this one through this one. That's and it only costs two hundred and twenty bucks. Yep, <laughs> you're gonna get a good lot of use. Oh out of that button, yes, I you? am. Well, you know, Jake's gonna replace all the buttons with custom sounds of me cursing at my dog. So I can't wait. I've got to make sure I use that a little bit. Going for that, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Thank you everybody for joining us. This has been yeah, a good episode, you. and 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 really, um, this is Greg. I would love to let you know that all these whiskeys that we drink, you can find them in your local stores, and most of them, most of them are pretty reasonably priced, but. Uh, the Glenlivet, thanks for joining me. First time I've been back on the Glenlivet train, really officially in quite a long time. It feels good, man. They're still my favorite whiskey. I, 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 their scotch is just, it's simple. Oh. It's, it's kind of like Glenfiddich in the way that you get what you're, you exactly know what you're getting. Yep. There's no question in my well, mind at all. You know what? If if they keep up the way that they have with this um, and, and what I know with the, the 12, uh, I mean, I might convert, man. You might yeah. convert me over. Who knows? We'll see. Well, let's find out. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna take a small break here. We're gonna do a couple episodes tonight, try and get things done. But we're gonna take a break, drink some of the twelve, and see how it is. And uh, join us next time. We're gonna record another episode. It'll be next week's episode. That's gonna be. We haven't quite decided exactly, but again, I think we're gonna have a monkey on our back because we're gonna do some fifteen to fifteen to monkey shoulder reviewing. And just so you all know, Jake is the most asshole friend I have who has tricked me like at least three times into drinking monkey <laughs> shoulder. Funny. And I've been like, man, this Glenfiddich is really good. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're stupid. That's it's basically in, in my kitchen every single time. He's like, I, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll pour you some Glenfiddich 15. So I pour him a glass, give it to him. He's like three sips in. I'm like, how you like that? Now, I know I'm really stupid, but those like things and he's taste... like, oh, it's super good. I'm like, oh, yeah, you, you like that? He pulls the bottle off. Monkey shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> they do taste the same. They really I, do. I, I would say, actually, there's a small difference in the aftertaste, but it's so close that you can't tell unless you really try them. Yeah. And you'd have to do them next to each other. And again, that's a, that's another... So, you know, monkey shoulder's coming in at, again, I, I forget the exact price, but it's under $40, say 32 to 35 Slightly bucks. higher ABV, too, so you get... <clears throat> not not yep. that I'm into the buzz, but you get more for your money out of yep, that. Yep, yep. As to where the Glenfiddich 15 is running... Um, About 80 bucks, 70 bucks? Yeah, like 75, I mm-hmm. think, in the in the ABCs, uh, Virginia ABC. Really, the, yeah. the bottom line 75. is we know we bought Glenlivet 15 today for 70, and they pretty much compete with one another. Yeah. So, They're like competing for the American number one seat, I yeah. think. Yeah. So in the, in the same manner that i would choose the um 
the Glenlivet Caribbean 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 <laughs> rum cast. Uh, I would choose the monkey them? shoulder. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. That last one was a pretty tall pour. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna be here for a while, so I think I'll be all right. But yeah, <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yep, it's been great. Thanks again. We'll see you guys next week when we're gonna talk a little Glenfiddich Glenlivet 15 with a monkey shoulder thrown in there somewhere, and uh, might just piss a bunch of you off that went out and bought a bunch of whiskeys we said <laughs> to buy. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. Yep, have a great night. Thank you.